Hi everyone, you're listening to PR Hangover, a bi-weekly public relations podcast and talk show hosted by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter and me, Hunter Buren. Sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the PR Hangover podcast. On today's episode, we have Aaron Stalick. Aaron, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, um, my name's Aaron, and I am the director of social media for Grand Valley's PRSSA chapter. Um, in addition to that, I am an intern at Kids Food Basket, and I also work at the Autism Centers of Michigan. Oh, interesting. So, um, today we'll be talking about the conference that you just attended this past weekend. Can you kind of just give us an introduction, um, what it was called, who hosted it, what you guys did a little bit? All right, so uh, myself and three other Grand Valley students were chosen to attend the Planck Center for Leadership and Public Relations Challenge for Emerging Leaders. Um, it was hosted at DePaul this year, and along with four students from Grand Valley, there was also four students from four other colleges in our area. Interesting. So can you kind of take us through the day-to-day of um, this conference that you went to? When did you guys arrive? When did you leave? What did you do in the middle? Okay, we got there on Thursday. Me and the three other girls from Grand Valley drove out there. Um, They hosted us um, at DePaul, so we went into Chicago, and we had a little bit of free time when we first got there, so of course we had to get deep dish pizza. Ooh. Where did you go? (laughs) Um, Gino's. It was like a chain there. Oh, okay. And then on the first day of well, on Thursday, at the beginning of the conference, we just kind of had like a dinner, like an introduction, learned a little bit about what we were doing, and got to know our team members because we were put on teams with students from the other schools. Oh, interesting. So since it was four different schools, how many teams were there? Um, There was five schools total. Five schools total, yeah. And you were on a team with one student from each school. So there was 20 students all together. Interesting. So um, you guys met each other on the first day, uh, coming up second day. What did you guys, did you guys just get straight into work? Did you work on things before the conference? How did that work out? They wanted us to work on, so what it was, was we got asked to present a case study on how Ketchum, a large PR firm in Chicago, could attract more diverse uh, applicants and so they wanted us to come up with ideas that might help them and so in our teams from students from other schools we were supposed to work ahead of before the conference to start like brainstorming and coming up with ideas but it seemed like a trend from what all my friends said that none of the teams really prepared uh-huh. <laughs> so pretty much um, we spent all of our extra time coming up with ideas and creating a case study. Interesting. So um, I know that 
we here at Grand Valley's PRSSA chapter are kind of focusing on diversity as an initiative that we are kind of trying to think through everything that we're doing, think about diversity, just have that in the back of our head. Do you think that there were some things that you learned over this weekend that we could apply to our chapter? Um, yeah. Besides, so when we were there, we worked on our case study specifically, and I think one of the things that was a major trend between all the group's ideas were focusing, we focused a lot on the high school students and uh-huh. how we could teach them about PR so that that way we could get more students interested and kind of focusing that in um, more diverse areas. So that wouldn't really work specifically for our chapter, um, but we could consider working with high school students with in Grand Rapids, I guess. Yeah, I think that's a good idea because they can possibly go to Grand Valley State. And, I mean, me going into Grand Valley, I had no clue what PR was, even though my dad was in advertising. So I think that's a really good idea to kind of get out in the high school level to talk about what our profession actually entails. Because a lot of them are doing things that we do, but at a different level. Like, they're all on social media, and they're all active and seeing what we do, the work that we do, but they don't really know that it's us doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I definitely think that um, when you're younger, you're taught about the STEM fields, but not really taught about other professions. Yeah. I mean, maybe like being a police officer or a firefighter or a doctor, but other than that, you really don't learn about the careers in communications. So I think that's why a lot of the students thought that these big um, companies could focus on uh, educating high school students on the communications fields. Yeah, I think that's really interesting because, I mean, even if we talk to them about other communications field, there's just straight up comm, there's marketing, there's everything around there. That itself is good PR for us because if we're talking about them, about all of the communications field through GVSU PRSSA, they're obviously going to wonder what PRSSA is and maybe become more involved mm-hmm. when they come here. So um, the case, the team that you worked on was with four other people from completely different schools, and I know you guys had kind of a team advisor. Can you introduce us to some of your teammates and um, your advisor that you worked with? Yeah, so I was on a team. We were the red team, and our advisor was Brian Price, And the whole idea between the advisors was to match us up with a younger professional in Chicago so that we had a little bit of a leader and also, but still have like similarities between our thinking, Uh but somebody that's actually been in the business that could kind of direct us. Um, So Brian, when we had our group time, he came to DePaul to kind of listened what we had to say and kind of help us develop our ideas. Um, And then in addition to Brian, I was on a team with Dahlia, who is a girl from DePaul University, Evan, who is from Loyola University, Haley, she was from Ball State in Indiana, and then Hannah was from Marquette University in Milwaukee. Interesting. So do you think that kind of the background of schools that you guys all went to, do you think working together with on a team all together brought different different thoughts about diversity out? 
Yeah, definitely. And also, um, to kind of go along with that, in the other parts of the conference when we weren't working on our case study, we did a lot of like leadership exercises. Mm-hmm. So it helped us kind of figure out who was better at what and who could bring what to the table for our project. So I think that was pretty important step in the conference so that we could figure out, you know, the leadership styles and who, everyone's strengths. Yeah, for sure. So talking about kind of leadership projects and things of that nature, do you think that's something that we can kind of uh, add to PRSSA? Because I know a lot of our eboard members are introduced to the position that they have for the next year if they're elected, but we don't really do any kind of specific leadership training or leadership events, just events for just eboard members to get them well, well in tune with each other. I think that it wouldn't be a bad idea. We took like an assessment, a leadership assessment. It was called the KAI test and it kind of gave us like our leadership styles and then also gave us um, how we deal with conflict. So I feel like that would, in any leadership role, that would probably be a good thing to know about yourself. Uh-huh. Um, one thing that I thought was interesting about that is basically it tells you if you're an in-the-box thinker or an out-of-the-box thinker. And when you kind of think about that, I kind of assumed I was an out-of-the-box thinker. But when they really broke down what that meant, I actually fit into the other category. Meaning, like, I like things structured and, like, follow the rules how they are yeah. type of a person. So I thought it was kind of interesting to, like, learn more about myself. So I feel like in any leadership position, that'd probably be a good first step. Yeah. And granted, I feel like in our society right now, everyone kind of looks at out-of-the-box thinkers as top-tier leaders, as you would say. But I feel like if you're going to build a really great team, you need both. You need an in-the-box thinker and you need an out-of-the-box thinker because the in-the-box thinker kind of grounds everyone and makes Mm -hmm. sure everything is actually attainable. Yeah. The kind of the way that the um, presenter described it was that the in-the-box thinker is the one who follows all the rules and makes sure the tasks get done, and the -the out-of-the-box thinker is the one that comes up with the different ideas um, at, like, a drop of a hat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So both are very important on a leadership team. Yeah, definitely. So do you think... um, even outside of PRSSA eboard, just all of our PR students and other students at Grand Valley, do you think it's a really good idea for them to do leadership things like this, just to figure out what type of leader they are, how to be a better at being a leader? Yeah, I think that it's a good place to start um, so you can learn these things about yourself and kind of adjust to where you want to be, because I think it's kind of like an inherited um, skill mm-hmm. or like you're born with it. But you can, you can act differently, if that makes sense. Yeah. So you're a certain way, you're comfortable a certain way, but you can kind of adjust yourself so that you're better at working with others. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important to kind of know where you start off so you can adjust yourself to get projects done. Yeah. I think it's super important to learn all you can about yourself in order to work well with others because I think if you don't know how you yourself worked then you can't work around others and try and contribute 
the best you can to group projects and things of that nature. Mm-hmm, definitely. So um, during the conference, obviously you did a lot packed into a small amount of time. What do you think were two of the most interesting or important things you learned? Yeah, definitely the leadership skills. But in addition to that, we had some um, CEO uh, people from different uh, companies come in and give some speeches about their leadership. And one of the things that I really took away from it was that the most important people in a company started from the bottom, first of all, and then second of all, had mentors to kind of lead them up to their important position. Uh-huh. So I definitely think that's something that I'm going to try to do this coming year is find some mentors that, um, kind of how I was describing it to my mom, someone who doesn't know anything about PR, I told her that I need to find someone that has more friends than me (laughs) so that they can help me move up in the PR world. Yeah, I understand that for sure. So is there anything else that you learned that kind of stuck out to you in your head or just some fun facts? Um, well, we learned a lot about diversity in PR and different statistics. I thought it was pretty interesting that even though PR is mainly consistent of women, um, all of the CEOs and executives are white males. Mm-hmm. So even though white males are an underrepresented group in PR, they still hold all of the power positions. All the higher power positions. Yeah, that's interesting. And then like... Other than that, it's not a very diverse field currently. Yeah. So I definitely think it's important to bring in some more diversity so that we can be better at our jobs with different perspectives involved. Yeah, for sure. I think diversity is something that doesn't always have to be at the very front of your mind, but it definitely should always be in your mind. And I think that this conference especially was really interesting and very important to kind of remind everyone of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also think that something that I didn't really think about before was that when I was trying to come up with reasons why I was diverse, um, I kind of realized that diversity isn't just like where you come from, like your skin color, like your nationality. It's not just things like that. It's also like the experiences you've been through. Yeah. So definitely I think that it's just kind of presenting yourself as having a diverse, unique perspective is also important. Um, It definitely doesn't take over the fact that we need um, more diversity in, you know, where people come from and the color of their skin and stuff like that. That definitely is important too. But I don't think people should think of themselves as undiverse. Of course. Because everyone has been through different things. So I think you can still be have a unique, diverse perspective, no matter who you are. Yeah, I think that's really interesting because, I mean, I don't really think of that as much as I probably should have, but I, Mm -hmm. just thinking of this off the top of my head, like, my parents don't live here in the country anymore, so I've had that kind of outside experience of Mm -hmm. having my family a 14-hour plane ride away and immersed into a completely different culture. Granted, I haven't actually lived there with them apart from the summers that I've been with them but I've still been able to experience it and I think that that is something that I can keep in mind when I'm going through the job application process and then also just working on different things for different clients Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I definitely think that going abroad is a great start to getting mm-hmm. a more diverse uh, mindset. I, I'm a Spanish minor, so I studied abroad in Spain. And I definitely think that helped me kind of open my mind to how different people think and how different cultures do their daily life. Uh-huh. So what do you think, um, I guess, while you studied abroad in Spain, what do you think are some of the things that you maybe learned about their culture that you thought were in- really interesting and wanted to take back here? Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing that I noticed when I was there was that they don't siesta like you think they do in Spain. <laughs> uh-huh. um, siesta is more of like a an idea. They just, they have like lunch off from work. Uh-huh. So I think that was really nice. They got to come home and see their family and have lunch and kind of take a break and then go back to work and, you know, crank some more things out. And I thought that was a really interesting way to do things because, I mean, I get tired around lunchtime and I wish that I could go home and have a break. So yeah. I thought it was kind of a unique way to do things. Yeah, um, for sure. But definitely... Spain is very different. I'm sure you can say the same about the countries you've been to. Yeah. That every country does things differently. So it's nice to kind of go there and live there for a little while and just notice how the pace that they do things in compared to the U.S. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to bring in other aspects of other cultures to the companies that we have here. Like, of course, it's not part of our culture to go home for lunch or anything like that, but... I think it could be very beneficial for a company to send their um, employees home for lunch. I think maybe just once a week or something that Mm -hmm. you can kind of look at every single culture and try and find out the things that you think will work for your company because you can't just look at what the culture is in the U.S. because the U.S. is such a melting pot of different cultures. Mm -hmm. I think it's really easy for us to draw from different things in that aspect. Yeah, definitely. I think that the fast-paced environment that we live in in the U.S. definitely could use some outside perspectives on slowing down a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So this conference was definitely something that was really amazing that you were able to participate in. Why do you think that it's so important for us to participate in conferences such as this one or like regional conference or national conference that had just happened? I think that they're important because they, I mean, they're learning opportunities that obviously we don't have access to all the time. So I think it's important to take advantage of them when you have the chance. Um, I wish that I would have started going to the conferences when I was a freshman in this program. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really involved with PRSSA until last year. I worked a lot of hours at at a restaurant. So yeah. Definitely starting to get involved what made my PR experience so much better. And I feel like I've started to make connections with others, not just in our program or not just in Grand Rapids, but in other cities and other states. Uh-huh. And maybe someday those people will help me get a job or be my boss. And I've already had that touch point, that connection that will benefit later. Yeah, for sure. I think it's important, of course, we always focus on getting to know everyone in Grand Valley and getting to know all of the professionals around West Michigan, but our whole profession is getting to know other people. So I think it's amazing that you were able to work 
on a group with four different people from four completely different schools and that's just one of the reasons why these conferences are so amazing because they kind of force you to get to know people and force you to create relationships that can eventually blossom into something in the future mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that they were really highlighting at this conference was the fact that connections will hopefully benefit you in the future mm-hmm. um one of the ceos that was talking to us was telling us about how he got, has gotten all of his positions from connections when he graduated college he started working at his internship and then what like as an actual employee and then from there, he just kept getting job offers from people that he already knew. Uh-huh. So I think that's an important story to keep in mind that if you start introducing yourselves to people, um, it might end up as a job opportunity later. Yeah, for sure. So this was your first time in Chicago. Um, what do you think were your first impressions of it? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Did you the, Was the pizza good? The pizza was definitely good. I love pizza, so <laughs> that's a check in the right box for me. Um, as for the city, I'm more of like a country person. Oh, okay. So I don't really like the big city. I like to visit, so it was nice to see Chicago for the first time. I think it's kind of sad that I've never been there, mm-hmm. considering I grew up in Michigan and Chicago is so close. But I definitely liked Chicago um, in comparison to other big cities that I've been to. Yeah. I felt like it was pretty safe and uh, I enjoyed, you know, the different things I got to see. I didn't really have a chance to really sightsee that much. Yeah. We pretty much were doing conference stuff um, Thursday through Saturday, but um, Saturday night I actually stayed with one of my cousins that was in Chicago Mm -hmm. through Sunday, so I got to explore a little bit and hopefully I can go back. And see some more things here soon. Mm -hmm. That's really nice. So with working with your advisor for your team and kind of seeing the other team advisors and learning from all these different Chicago professionals, did you see something that kind of this bigger city aspect than Grand Rapids has? Do you think do you think that kind of affects how they look at PR? Um. Yeah, I would say a little bit. They definitely have to worry about um, bigger scale clients. Yeah. I think that those places in Chicago definitely have, you know, more employees, more clients, a bigger audience to mm-hmm. worry about. Um, not saying that people in Grand Rap or companies in Grand Rapids don't have those also, but I feel like definitely Chicago um, companies have a lot more going on. Yeah, and I think it's it may be more difficult for us to focus on diversity just because West Michigan mm-hmm. isn't as diverse as Chicago. So yeah. it's still something extremely important, especially for us to focus on, because we need to make sure that we're bringing in these different um, mindsets and different viewpoints on things because mm-hmm. it might not be as easily accessible for us. One of the CEOs that spoke said that his company started out in Omaha Uh, and he said it was really hard to get diverse applicants to move there Mm -hmm. so that's why their company moved to Chicago Um, so I think that's something to keep in mind depending on where your company is located I feel like Grand Rapids is growing and expanding so I don't think it would I don't think it'd be too hard to get someone to move here for a good job but Mm -hmm. 
I definitely think that some of the bigger or cities... Or find someone local here that's yeah. diverse as well. Oh, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, is there? thank you so much for being on the podcast. Is there anything that you'd like to leave us with? Um, I would just say um, to take all the opportunities that you can. This conference, I was kind of asked to go in a way. So, obviously not everyone got the opportunity, but... I think that if you're offered a chance like that, you should definitely try to take it because uh-huh. you'll make connections and you'll get to learn things. And I definitely think it's good for your resume. So definitely try to take all the opportunities you can. Yeah. Well, make sure to follow Grand Valley PRSSA on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram because you've just heard from the girl behind all of those. <laughs> And thank you again so much, Aaron, for being on the podcast. Yeah. Had a really great time. <laughs> All right. Woo. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the podcast, and make sure to tune in next time for GBSU's PR Hangover with Hunter Buren. Bye.